Hello, this is Ethan Soderberg, and you are listening to Capital City Comrades. I go by he, him pronouns, and I am joined today by my co-host. Hi, my name is Jeff. I use they, them pronouns. And, uh, hi, my name's James, uh, and I go by he, him pronouns. Oh, and, uh, Julia is here with me. She just will not be joining us, uh, this evening, uh, because she is, uh, at work. What's that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you want to tell me? No, I just... Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. Either one works, whether you feel like... Chatting about it, or no, I don't know. If you wanted to save that for a different episode. Yeah, what, whatever's comfortable. All right, all right, we're back. Get loaded. Okay. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself, Julia? Or perfect. Okay. So today, I think we were going to be talking mainly about the trans. The trans athletic debate going on right now, especially with all the hubbub around it at uh, CPAC with what uh, Trump said about it and it looking like the the Republican Party is going to be developing a pretty like openly transphobic uh, platform yeah. coming up here um, 
and kind of using uh, trans uh, trans exclusionary like uh, feminism as an excuse for it and uh, also we'll be talking about the whole issue of uh, bisexual erasure and what that what that means and uh, how it's I'd say how you it's experienced uh, by uh, bisexual people from like the hetero community but also within the LGBT community Yeah, same. So, uh, yeah. I guess, uh, where should we, where should we start? Um, I could, I could start, I have some things prepared, otherwise I'm perfectly willing to let someone else, like, take the reins right now.
So it sounds like uh, to tackle this whole thing, maybe it's uh, a best to uh, start with with what this whole like uh, controversy really is. Yep. Um, basically, uh, basically what's um been happening for like uh, years and years is there's this whole argument about whether uh, trans athletes, especially in like uh, high school sports as of as of right now is like the biggest like problem that's going on right now. The whole debate um, is like, basically the whole whole like um 
like conservative like kind of like a trans erasure debate is that um trans athletes should be uh conservatives believe should like if they're uh, performing if in athletics they should stay within their stay within their uh the the athletics that they were uh, um supposed like to be at assigned at birth. <laughs> yes, thank you. It's all good. Um, yeah. just um like playing sports in the gender they were assigned at birth. So like if a wrestler was um assigned a male at birth but now identifies as a woman or non-binary that they that the conservative argument was that they should still be um ass assigned as in like a, a male weight class or like as a as a male because they still they still think that uh a man or someone who has like a more natural testosterone is automatically like stronger than like like a like a cis woman basically and that was kind of uh the whole like uh one of the major flaws of this argument was pointed out recently when like a bunch of people were freaking out about this um this uh trans man that was like forced to stay in like uh women women's wrestling because like <laughs> he was by law um i forget where it was it was somewhere in the states but like the state basically viewed that um like you have to stay in the sports your sport class you're assigned at birth and people were like saying how could they let a man like like play with uh women or whatever and it's like is well he was trying to play with play with men but it was like a transphobic law that like
thing with like awards. Like, why why is there why are there awards given out for um like um a, like a male performance and then a female performance? Yeah, I I don't know if this is especially coming from me as like a gender a gender a gender a gender <laughs> nonconforming person. Sometimes it can be okay to have like, like you know, there's there's male category and female category, so that everyone's like, uh, like included, and there's not as much competition. Um, but I mean, I think just like at the end of the day, we're all humans, <laughs> and like.
basically like network and rub elbows with the other people who are born into the same lack of luxury and um, and I guess it, it's it's just for like a like a photo op. That's know? the club that George Carlin was part of, right? Yeah. Because I mean, there there are so many like scandalous things that happen in places like Hollywood, but but yet these you know these stars and celebrities try to come off as you know so um, altruistic and like. like a very like flavor of the week kind of thing where it's just like oh trans rights are relevant right now like I don't know Leonardo DiCaprio or whoever the fuck is talking about it right now it's like well you probably could have talked about it the whole time you had all this fucking money but now you're too ashamed to talk about it and to enter the conversation when it's beneficial to you when it's convenient yep yes well I think in the case of someone like a Pedro Pascal, it's it's different, and I can understand why he like got like pretty like uh into it considering his like uh, sister came out as trans like a few oh. months ago, and uh, I think that's where a lot of bad blood started between him and like uh, Gina Gina okay. Carano. And especially with, like, her whole, like, a beep-boop thing or whatever she did in, like, the Twitter bio. say like like when uh, 
yeah, it does look like uh, he won some quite a few awards in the the female category, mainly for uh, uh, Juno. Juno. That's uh, that's also Patrick Wilson, really, yep. r- really underrated actor. Um, yeah, Insidious and Watchmen. Oh, Patrick Wilson. Okay. Yeah. He was also uh, if any. I don't know if any of my other hosts have watched it, but some some listeners may have watched it. He also was in the second season of Fargo. Uh, the series, not the movie. But. I've been told that I should watch it because I watched the movie when I was too young to be watching a movie about somebody getting put in a wood chipper. Yes, yes, he was. A uh, really small part in that, but he was, he was in it. It's funny because I I went to I went to school with someone named Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before we lose the plot too much here, um, I I brought up the, I w- wanted to bring up the whole like uh, trans athlete debate mainly because oh, yeah. there was a big news story. Um, uh, last week was the Conservative uh, Political Action Conference, which is like a really famous, like, um, like, uh, conservative Republican, uh, conference that's held every year. Um, but it's really kind of like, uh, been like taken over by like the far right. And, uh, really, like, uh, fascist-leaning, like, um, members of the Republican Party, I'd say. Alt-right. Yeah. They accidentally, the right supremacists on the left ran, nudged, nudged. Yeah. <laughs> there was also, like, uh, there was also, like, a legitimate, like, white supremacist, like, like, complete, like, white supremacist conference just next door. Wow. But okay. which had like um, former uh, Republican uh, Steve King as one of the featured speakers, and um, Who that? Steve King he was an Iowa congressman that oh, yeah yeah okay. like was pretty much ousted because he was like too too like 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 loud of like a like white supremacist like they ousted him for being like too open. About like his. Do you think it was like a bad taste matchup of Ben Stiller and Steve Carell? <laughs> I can see that. Um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, the featured speaker at uh, CPAC this year was, of course, uh, Trump. Uh, uh, because uh, it's CPAC this year was, of course, run by the whole, like, wing of the Republican Party that's still, like, in love with, in love with Trump and 
for reasons. Uh, they literally had like this, this like a big like golden statue of him outside like the main, main speaking area, which is. Uh, yeah, don't you just love American demagoguery? Yeah, um, consider considering that a lot of like um, conservatives like say they're like, uh, especially like. Uh, like a white conservative say they're like devout like Christians or whatever it kind of rings rings how and it's kind of funny uh, if anybody knows like the whole story of like the the golden calf or whatever yeah that that uh, Moses yeah. and God punished like a bunch of uh, followers for like worshiping like a golden calf instead of God or whatever yeah. and it's literally But it, but it's true. It's like that's literally what it is. But yeah, the same the same message rings true. Anyways, um, when Trump spoke on Sunday, he gave like direct credence to like this whole like uh, trans medicalist uh, argument. Uh, gonna read some quotes here from his okay. speech. Um, Joe Biden and the Democrats are pushing policies that would even destroy women's sports. Young girls and women are incensed that they are now being forced to compete against those who are biological males. It's not good for women. It's not good for women's sports who work so long and so hard to get where they are. The records that stood for years, even decades, are now being smashed. If this is not changed, women's sports as we know it will die. They'll end. It'll end. I think it's crazy. I think it's crazy what's happening. We must protect the integrity of women's sports. It's so important. We have to. Um, to no one's surprise, these harsh state statements align with Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene and Senator Rand Paul and... And Utah's Mitt Romney. So, in case people have forgot, forgotten Mitt Romney's, Mitt Romney's a massive shit. I think uh, some people have been trying to give him a break because he's, like, called out Trump and, like, been pretty critical of Trump. But also got to remember he was also lobbying for a position in Trump's cabinet at one point. And he yeah. was... He was a pretty, he was pretty like anti like uh, anti like gay marriage during like the whole like twenty twelve election too. So I mean, do you, do you remember back in twenty sixteen when you know Trump and Ted Cruz were butting heads and they were you know and you know a lot of the Republican Party was saying like we don't agree with what Trump is saying we disavow it and then. Over 
something like that that you did some kind of sketchy shit and... Uh, yeah, Bain Capital. Um, yes. It was pretty much like a company that ate up, like, dying companies or whatever and, yes. like, drained them pretty much. But there was a whole dumb controversy around, like, um... Around, like, the fact that, um, Bane, Bane sounds and looks kind of like, um, Bane the Batman villain. So a lot of dumb people thought, like, it was, like, an attack on Mitt Romney, even though that the character Bane predates the, the Bane company. Which yeah. is complete, yeah, completely ridiculous, but... Besides the point, um, I want to uh, get get everyone's opinion on this uh, these uh, Trump quotes and what you think it means for like the the future of like uh, policy regarding like uh, uh, trans trans athletes and uh, trans youth. I guess 
someone like, I guess, Burning had been, you know, nominated and elected, I would actually you know, be feeling happy and optimistic about that. But I feel like Biden is somewhere in the middle of that. So, yeah. I, I think um, the, the more progressive um, you know, side of Congress um, needs to keep holding this administration accountable. Yeah, they need to hold them to the fire. They need to put the pressure on them to
centrists enable uh, fascists and Nazis is like yes. the end. Yeah, like, and I, I think it's an, it's another, um, I guess, party or um, on the political spectrum in, towards the middle is like the libertarians um, who are, you know, the whole like um, socially, um, like socially progressive but fiscally conservative. Yeah, they're not really. They they claim to be um uh, uh socially progressive, but a lot of them really really aren't. Like they're only like uh, socially progressive on like drug drug uh drug legalization. Um, and they're pretty they're pretty um far right. At least from my experience, they're pretty far right on a lot of other social issues and i don't think it's a coincidence that a lot of libertarians um end up becoming like like straight out fascist um sorry if that alienates people but i think it's the truth you see a lot of libertarians become fascist it's i i mean you see a lot of republicans become fascist too but Thank you. 
just this very rugged individualism, and it doesn't, I don't know, like, it doesn't do anything for, like, big, like, movements like that where there's still justice and still, like, good, like, positive life-affirming legislature that needs to happen, and all about You might have to do a follow-up on that next episode yes. we do. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess one of the big elephants in the room we should probably address, too, is that I think that the end goal that a lot of these uh, conservative politicians are pursuing, and it's not said outright but it is like uh it seems to be like complete like subjugation or like erasure of the trans community is like the the end goal yeah here America has 
Yeah, this is an issue that people need to need to care about because like not only is it like completely despicable to go after like marginalized people, but like once like all the marginalized people are subjugated, like you're going to you're going to be next is like yeah. If you think, "Oh, it oh, that's sad, but it can't happen to me." Yeah, it 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 will and it can and will happen to you. Um, I would 
People don't, people don't like to care about other people, is...
consider and understand um, before they are making judgments. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Most of them are just uh, trying to survive. Is yeah. in goal. And it shouldn't be that way, right? Like, sports should be for everyone, especially. Yeah, sports yeah. should have, have no gender, no color, no sexual orientation. Inclusivity is never going to go out of style. Yeah. The world so, is a big, big, black, white, and 
control other people's they like to you know wield power over other people they like to um, cut people down to size mm -hmm. and put them in their place and keep them in their place um, so that they feel better about themselves because they're because that's how insecure they are mm -hmm. um, and also because um, they They don't, uh, I think they feel threatened, I think they feel, uh, I think they, they feel like they're not special anymore, they feel like, <laughs> you know, because I know that some people have equated, um, like the, um, the Black Lives Matter movement to something like white genocide. share the planet. 
something uh, some like movie screen was showing where it was um, sort of about like the African American experience, mm-hmm. and um, and it was, um, but it was only African American people were allowed to attend the event, and you know, of course. Well, that wasn't really about the anthem either. It was about like a white people be having to deal with like, like having to deal with like black issues being like uh, projected on like national yeah. television, and yeah, they and, used uh, like the anthem the as an excuse. That- Yeah, where was all your outrage when uh, Dylan Roof was taking pictures of him, like, burning the American flag? Yeah. <laughs> so, um... It's like, they, they, they very conveniently um, pick and choose um, sides, you know? Yeah, cherry pick what they will. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and another thing I was gonna say is that, um... I, I, I think it would be interesting up or reversed um i mean i i think a great thing to like to like give someone perspective um is that like say rather than a like a straight Father, rather than 
The poem, right? Yeah, the poem. Uh, yeah, I can uh, bring that up. I was just about to say, like, first they came to the socialists, and I didn't speak out because I wasn't a socialist. Mm -hmm. Then they came to the trade unionists, and I didn't speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah, that's, that poem's called uh, First They Came. It yeah. was by uh, the German uh, Lutheran pastor, uh, Martin uh, Neinmuller, who was ended up being put in a camp for, for a bit um, in uh, Nazi Germany. And he spoke on that uh, through that poem and uh, basically, like, the danger of, like, ignoring, like... Uh, the targeting of marginalized groups. Such, so it's a great. It's a great yeah. poem, and it proves my point exactly. Yeah. Um. Okay, I think we should uh, move on to the the biracial discussion. Uh, is there anything you want to anything anybody wants to say to um uh, close out? the the trans um athletic yes uh trans trans suicide rate is really high trans murder rate is really high keep that in mind don't trans people are are dying almost daily and uh they need to yeah, you need to respect them and need to look out for them. Okay, so uh, our next topic is about bi-erasure. And um, uh, Julia, do you want to speak? I feel like you haven't. Oh, she's, uh, she's in the middle of something at the moment. Okay.
if we could, I'd like to like uh, have like a small discussion on it now. Maybe. Oh yeah. Go. Sure. Oh, I just I just meant for like um, if we're having like a lot of footage for one and then split it like split it in two episodes potentially. Um, but it's it's up to you. Yeah, I think I I wanted to try and move on to like uh next episode about like um about like the the queer community and its relation to like American history and like the yeah. Yeah. American government. Yeah. So Yeah, we can do that all Um But yeah, I I guess we're just waiting on them right yeah. now. I don't. That's all right. Uh, so I guess we should just uh, say straight off that uh, Julia, Jess, and I all identify as as a uh, bisexual, I guess. So I um I kind of am like like whatever about like what my personal label is. Um because my personal label is that affects I don't know, just kinda like myself and my partner and like talking mm -hmm. just a bit and discussions I've had about So I guess with me personally, I'm kind of careful about the context in which I bring it up. Um, if there are people at a job or whatever who are not really directly involved with the queer community, I have very much taken to the term bisexual because it's a lot, it's easier for people to like intuitively digest, which is a good thing and kind of an unfortunate thing because I'm technically Uh -huh. I guess I've always been just kind of like into bi as like kind of a an expression of who I am and like I kind of like who I like based on how much people consider me and my role in that life and like the people I like because I like all sorts of different people across all sorts of what I feel most comfortable calling myself, and I really like the color as well, the, I like the bisexual pride colors a lot. Yeah, the flag's really, really neat, I have a little one in my, in my place. I have a couple bi things, I have a necklace and like a button, mm -hmm. that flows, I would have like a flag that would float through if I could find it, but it's big enough that it's straight over a wall. Yeah, you, uh wore that uh, necklace at the last uh, Milwaukee Pride we were at, right? I think I did. I 
That's really sweet. Oh. The thing I was going to say is that um, I, I think uh, I think it's really um, I think it has less to do with Christianity and more to do with conservatism. Because I would say so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think Christians just or I think I think conservatives just use religion as a crutch and they use it as an Latin English. Yeah, and eventually modern English. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of scholars, um, actually say that the original, the original myth of Adam and Eve actually, actually had the idea that, uh, Eve was created from uh, Adam's uh, penis bone, actually, and that's like the. That's supposed to be like the origin of why humans don't have a have a penis bone, and a lot of mammals do have like a penis bone. Or interesting, whatever. that I didn't know. Yeah. I don't think there is a bone inside no, a penis. Yeah. Like there's. There's balls in your in your vagina. No, no, there are some mammals that have a that have a penis bone. Uh, walruses do, elephants or like do, car- like cartilage. Horses do. Um, a human. Human and uh, other apes, it's like all like cartilage, but yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah that's I mean, because I, I, I guess what I just wanted to interject there is the whole religion thing. It's like, um, like I, my mom's side of my family is, um, like Irish Catholic, mm-hmm. like, um, like South Side of are very democratic and they're very um you know they're very liberal they're very uh mm-hmm. pro-union
Uh, Julia, would you like to say anything? I know you said you might want to interject on some stuff here.
I have a bi pride flag I'm waving around now.
Coming out stories are always good. Um, so, Jess, do you think there's ever been a time where someone has ever, like, said, are, are you sure you're not just gay? Or are you... Okay, yeah, oh, yeah. because I've, oh, yeah. I've experienced that, that a lot, and it gets really annoying. It's really... <laughs> That's really icky. That's gross, man. <laughs> and yeah, that I would say that was probably the the moment. Yeah, it was at a Halloween party, and it was like a friend of a friend, and he was like, "So how do you know you like really been with a guy?" And I've actually had, I've actually had coworkers too, where they're just like, "Well, if you've never been with a guy, how do you know if you actually like them?" Well, I asked them. I was The interesting thing with me is I've gotten people that want to identify me as just being plain gay, but I've also gotten a lot of people that want to identify me as being, like, uh, straight, like, het just, like, completely, like, heterosexual because, um, I'm, I'm pretty open about being attracted to, uh, uh, feminine presenting people and a lot of those happen to be like uh, cis women and like j people people around me will like see me be being attracted or talking about like how attractive like I find like some cis women and they like uh, you you talk about women a lot are you sure you're bisexual and it's like yeah I'm I'm attracted to to men 
too, and non binary. Yeah, you're not um you're not entitled to to like um intercourse too is like something people should oh, yeah. <laughs> totally yeah, like, be the, aware the of. Yeah, it's kind of a uh, it's kind of weird that uh but I didn't really like people didn't really start just trying to like just say I was just like plain like gay just like attracted to men until like I got got to uh college when I moved here to uh Madison I think maybe part of that was was because I was more like uh more like flirtatious with men than than I was like in community college or like in high school but another reason 
It's a great Drake song. Remember when Kevin Smith was on Degrassi? That was funny. So do you think it holds up, or? I do. Um, so the most recent um, episodes of the Degrassi, 
Okay. It's Yes. I said pretty much everything I need to say about my um, my erasure experience, other than I think it's a lockdown mechanic. Listen to people when they tell you what they don't need. Yeah, seriously. And stop asking them if they're just confused or by periods or any just anything. Like I'm telling you what I am. That's what I am. Yeah, just accept. Except people when they say they're they're bi or vicarious or pansexual. So Yeah. Um I'm I'm a whole plethora of different things that people can easily have um I would say um I don't know if the audio fucked up for a moment there. I'm sorry. I just I'm 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 heterosexual, but I I could also Metrosexual is defined as a young, urban, heterosexual male with liberal political views and interest in fashion and a refined beauty. Sounds like my ex-boyfriend. Did so, South Park make an episode about that? Yeah, they did. Yep. That's, the only, that's the only thing I know about metrosexual. Talk about transphobia. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm metrosexual. Like, I, I'm, you care about your appearance. Yeah. Oh, he does. Like, I'm, I'm. Not a bad choice. I'm, I'm not. I'm not afraid to be emotional or sensitive and vulnerable or affectionate or. Um, you don't have like kinky fans or anything, right? Yeah. I can't say a man is attractive to me. Couple like goals.
Um. I guess I'd just uh, say that. I had a. Someone once told me that it. It. He just didn't think it seemed possible for someone to be attracted to uh, two genders. And I thought that was. That was really icky. Uh, I think that's. Um. I think that uh, person has changed their views on that, though. So I'm. Um, yeah, when I first came out to my uh, first came out to my mom, she said uh, maybe I'm just confused, but she like uh, went she went back on that. She's very supportive of who I want to be with, and so. Uh-huh. Um, there were there were a lot of elderly people who were our coworkers as well that I uh -huh. believe was there were like a lot of lot of confusion as yeah. well. Also, I think in the case of um, certain, like, 
Well, I'm glad this uh, project could help you help you do that then.
That just sounds like some of his actual episodes. I love how him and uh, Dave Rubin are in a feud now. That's very funny. Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's yeah. I didn't know about that. About, either. like, it's about, like, um, uh, zoning contracts and and stuff. Dave Rubin said some stupid stuff about housing and, like, uh, uh, Rogan got, like, really, like, defensive about it because his dad was, like, a construction worker or whatever, and it's, like... I, I, I'm glad you're calling uh, Dave Rubin out on his his uh, shit, but it's just funny that this is, like, the the limit you have. <laughs> like, how, like, how it's happening is so yeah. bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't know, I just, uh, it's weird to, like, it's, it's weird to, like, I remember there was a, there was a similar time in all of our lives where Joe Rogan, where Joe Rogan was simply just the host of Yeah, he he's um Joe Rogan's pretty politically incoherent and trying to like uh, suss out his politics is a waste of time, honestly, I think, but Joe Rogan, come on the pod. No, nope. I didn't appreciate that he made the Bernie Sanders campaign look bad either. Like, I'm, 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 I'm glad he was, he uh, put his support behind him, but like, by saying other like stupid things and doing other stupid things, he made yeah, the whole like, campaign look bad. I mean, there, there are certain people who have. Yeah, but at the same time, like, uh, Howard Stern endorsed Biden, and people didn't get, like, all upset about that, and I think there was definitely a double standard. I didn't know that. Yeah, it, because, and Howard Stern's, like, a shock jock or whatever, too, has said things that are just as, like, offensive. Yeah. 
yeah, I get that. I, I, I just think it's kind of, like, hypocritical or whatever. And I can at least say that I'm glad, uh, I'm glad, uh, the Biden campaign, like, officially, like, uh, disavowed, like, the Richard Spencer support because I don't think I would have, would have voted for Biden if he had, if he hadn't have said anything about that. And so I'm glad he did. So what'd you guys make of uh, uh, Kristen Cinema like uh, oh, talk about like a problematic bisexual right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> She was dressed up like an anime girl. Was yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was. She had like the, the the checkered flannel skirt and everything. Yeah. And she just walked up there holding, I think it was like a Louis Vuitton or a Prada bag, the ultimate symbol of like completely being out of touch. Uh huh. Yeah, what what would you call him like a dino? Because they call the the conservative Republicans call like have like the rhino, like the Republican in name only. Is that like a dino, like a Democrat in <laughs> name only? Yeah. I don't know. I, I know honestly what he is. He's a fake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But uh, we've been uh. We've been recording for like uh, two hours and uh, eighteen minutes now, so I think I'm uh, I think I'm ready to um, call it on this one. But this was uh, this is a great one, guys. I think we discussed a lot of good stuff here. I'm excited to see what we'll do next week and. I uh, love talking with you guys. It's great. What's up?
Yeah, I think we, uh, I think we, uh, said doing that with musicians, but we could expand that a bit, too. Yeah, like because there's definitely, like, some actors and, like, uh, directors I can definitely do that well, with, too. I was going to say Orson Scott Card in relation to that, um, because he's an old comic book dude. But Ender's Game is such a good book, right? It is. So, What'd you like, think of the movie? No, I. No, I. I mean, Atlas Shrugged. I mean, Anthem was fine. Yeah, I mean, but it's I'm torn because I'm I'm a I'm a, I'm a very big fan of Rush and the philosophy of Gilbert's lyrics. Uh, may he rest in peace. And so it's like I don't know. What what. He was like a collectivist, or Randian. Well, no, or? I mean he was he was inspired by um, you know reading uh, Ayn Rand's books, like the World and like Atlas Shrugged or whatever. better not hyper like step on people's toes like a lot of Iron Man creations do or like proliferated like people's dreams yeah the fact that she said like people on uh welfare were like dregs on the state but then ended up like on welfare for like the last years of her life just proved <laughs> how much of like yeah, a like, hypocritical piece of shit she was but I um, was gonna yeah. say Right? Yeah. Um, that game is, like, very, very heavily inspired by Ayn Rand. Uh-huh. All of the evil shit is what she probably wanted to be layered to. So I think that's an interesting component, is that she's inspired by something, but not crazy like her entire life. Well, yeah, and also the fact that, like, one of her character, one of the main characters in her one of her, like, most famous books, The Fountainhead, is, like, uh, a rapist, and, like, the rapes, um, kind of shown as, like, a good thing is pretty gross. Uh, and she was also, she also said that the genocide of, like, indigenous people in North America was a good thing, so. <laughs> so, so, yeah, like, like, Fuck her. But. <laughs> All right, fuck Ayn Rand. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, respect uh, trans people. Yeah, and on the note of respect trans people, fuck J.K. Rowling. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. Should we do a Harry Potter episode, or is it? <laughs> I well, we'll 
All right. Bye now. Yeah. All right. Have a good night, guys. Yeah, night. You too.